So this is the chili cook-off. First time. And last. Same here. Gentlemen. Oh, hi, Mr. Sanager. What do you think of the chili cook-off? If I may make a suggestion, I would recommend holding it outdoors next year. Why is that? Just a thought. Well, I also have a suggestion. Okay. I've been wanting to talk to you guys about the content of your show. What about it? Well, part of my job is making sure you conform to community standards. And we've been getting emails from prominent members of our community, and some feel that you are falling short of them. How so? Well, primarily it has to do with the biological humor in your sketches. It's disgusting. Yes, but what's the problem? We're a public radio. We're supposed to be highbrow, intellectual. We are intellectual. One of the sketches you're proposing is called the diarrhea sketch. It's just a temporary name. We're not married to it. Is it about diarrhea? Yes. Why should I approve a diarrhea sketch on public radio? Because it's funny. I'm afraid I can't allow it. Have you read it? Some of it. How about we have a meeting and discuss the content of your show? I'll give you my side, you give me yours, and I promise we won't end the meeting until every point is discussed. Okay. Okay. begrudgingly invites you to experience the death of comedy. You know, we don't have to do biological humor. I know that, but being told we can't bothers me. Me too. Stanager wants us to be highbrow and intellectual. How do we appeal to him intellectually to allow us to do fart jokes? Once again, we find ourselves enslaved by Pauline dogma and the imposition of Cartesian dualism. You're preaching to the choir. Yep. As long as we're being called lowbrow, we should approach the subject through an examination of metaphysics and the mores of Western culture. That's how I'd do it. We'll have to harmonize our approach to this subject because, though you and I agree, in essence, we arrive at our mutual conclusion through opposing sides of the Cartesian model. To me, there is no metaphysical. The mind and the body are one. And I arrive at my appreciation of farts due to my adherence to Cartesian dualism. We don't want to end up looking like idiots. No. We should focus on our agreements, such as the fact that we both acknowledge the duality, and we both think the pressure society places on it is silly, that one of us believes that the separation between the mind and the body exists, while the other sees it as a poetic conceit, needn't enter into it. It needn't. Perhaps we can approach it from this angle. The mind is a perfectionist. It strives to keep us aligned with the standards of propriety society places on us. We are constantly under pressure from outside and within. Especially within. Be careful. Of course. But yes, especially within. The fart, the burp, the hiccup, the sneeze, the projectile vomit, and the sudden explosive and unpredictable bout of diarrhea humble us. They bring us down to earth. And they remind us that in spite of all the pretense and posturing, we are ultimately frail, physical beings, subject to internal laws and limitations. 
Society denies this, but the body will not be denied. You're always just a few bites of broccoli away from total chaos. To live in Western society is to walk on a tightrope, pretending that we are held aloft by the power of levitation, denying that we are on the tightrope, that physical laws are pulling at us and that we are always on the edge of losing our balance. And though every human being who has ever lived has dealt with these sensations in so-called civilized societies, to even mention them as taboo considered to be obscene. And any discussion of them is regarded as lower class. Oh my god! What? That's horrible nuggets. So, it's a bathroom, isn't it? That's too gross for a bathroom. So sue me. Oh, my eyes are burning. I feel like I've been maced. I've got to get out of here. It's not that bad. Yes, it is.
there you go, sir. That's 3P, if you'll be so kind. I thought it was 2P. Not anymore. Well, I only got two. Three pence to use the loo. I see. Sorry. My boss is quite the stickler. I understand. I knew you would, sir. As did I. I'll be right back. I've only got 2P. Well, go on in. We don't got all day. Well, it costs 3P. Then pay the man. I have 2P. That's why we're here, isn't it? I'd like to pee. Then go. I only have 2P. So, there's the loo. What's the problem? The problem is, I need a pee. Well, there's the loo. Okay, let me explain. I wish you wouldn't. You don't seem to understand. I really do. I'd like to go to the loo, but I only have 2P. Well, you don't have to take a poo every time. Who takes a poo every time? I just have to pee. You made that quite clear. No, I haven't. You think I'm dense? No, it just... Look, it costs three pence to get in, right? So? I only have 2p. You shopping for a bargain at the loo? The price is fine. Then pay. I need a p before I go in. You need a p before you get in? Yes. Do you want to get us arrested, mate? I'm actively trying to avoid that. You're not thinking clearly. I'm just trying to get into the loo. So get in. It isn't tough. It is if you have 2p. Look, you can pay the man or wait for a poo if you like. I don't care. I really don't want to wait. Why the hell are you bringing me into it? I've told you I need a pee. You're starting to piss me off. That's not my intention. You think that you can drag people into your nonsense, condescend, talk in circles, repeating the same simple phrase over and over and not piss them off? No, you're right. I'm sorry. Let's just forget about the whole thing. I wish I could. But now you've got me thinking about the loo so long, I feel I need a poo. Really? Yeah. Well, go ahead then. How much is it? 3p. Can I have 2p? What? Can I have 2p? I only have 1p. Don't you have 2p? Well, not anymore.
turn away from it all like a blind man Sat on a fence, but it don't work Keep coming up with lava, it's so scratched and torn Everything dies. Cars die. Opera singers die. Roosters die. Conversations die. Do you know the cool thing about Hitler? Even comedy dies. The death of comedy on KPTC. We're killing it. Now for another episode of The Naked Man. When last we saw our hero Naked Man, he was on his way to court to testify against his old enemy, the Crimson Flatus, who was on trial for crimes against humanity. If Naked Man doesn't appear soon, I'll be forced to dismiss this case. Your Honor, I'm sure he'll be here soon. And there he is. Where were you? My spray tanning appointment ran long. Your Honor, I would like to call the naked man to the stand. I presume he's the naked one standing over there? He is, Your Honor. Has he been sworn in? Your Honor, everybody knows the naked man doesn't lie. Sounds reasonable. Continue, counsel. Please state your name for the court. Man where... uh, Naked man. What happened on the night in question? The Crimson Flatus, evil criminal mastermind... Yes? Flatulated. He... passed wind? Yes. Excuse me, but passing wind is not a crime in this state. Your Honor, I intend to prove that he farted with malicious intent. You're on shaky ground, counsel. Agreed, Your Honor. But I thank the court for its indulgence. So, naked man, how did you know that the Crimson Flatus had flatulated? It was undeniable. Undeniable how? Well, there was the smell. Your Honor, 
object. On what grounds? Who smelt it, dealt it. Well, there is that. What do you have to say to that, naked man? Well, there was another telltale sign. And that was? The color. <gasps> when the Crimson Flatus unleashes his ruin upon his victims, he is surrounded by a red haze of putridness. <clears throat> like he is right now. <gasps> Just then, the room was enveloped in a red mist. <clears throat> The fiend even laughs. Guilty! Take him away! <laughs> Open a window, for God's sake! And so, Crimson Flatus was taken to prison, thanks, in large part, to the Naked Man! Please tune in to our next episode of Naked Man, when man-wearing pants is fingered by an evil proctologist in... Aren't you the naked man? Well, that's better. Well, it's tolerable. Uh, pine. Pine. Potpourri. New car smell. Still smells like sh**. In the end, it's all just a cover-up. All just denial. Sometimes denial is good. That's what civilization is all about. <laughs> Where were we? Lower class. Ah, lower class. Many believe that the idea of the low is largely concerned with how we are physically constructed. Indeed. In Western society in particular, the parts of the body we can acknowledge are in the upper body, whereas the material bodily lower stratum, as Bakhtin called it, the place of digestion, excretion, copulation, and reproduction are denied. And this denial is rooted in shame. Shame for what? Shame of our own physicality, our own mortality, our connection to the natural and material world? All these things unite us to one another. And everyone who has ever lived on Earth and every creature that has ever crawled on the ground. Because of this denialism, the idea of bringing them up is regarded as an activity of the lower classes. So let's not hold it in any longer. Let's liberate it from inside our minds and bodies. Let's relieve the pressure. Break the chains. Let her rip in one great push to let loose the tension that we've all imprisoned within us. And let's do it right here on public radio. And let he or she who has not farted cast the first stone. And let's release it here, the fart heard around the world, in a subversive act that will relieve humankind from the bonds of Western mores and propriety. Did you put your head in the toilet bowl? Yes. Just checking. We are subversives. Viva la revolución. In conclusion, Mr. Staniger... Let me quote Simon Critchley, professor of philosophy at New York University, from his book On Humor. Quote, Humor functions by exploiting the gap between being a body and having a body, between, let us say, the physical and metaphysical aspects of being human. What makes us laugh, I wager, is the return of the physical into metaphysical, where the pretended tragical sublimity of the human collapses in a comic ridiculousness which is perhaps even more tragic. Wow. You sure go to a lot of trouble to justify your diarrhea. So does society. Well, who wants diarrhea? I want diarrhea. Me too. Well, I don't. Trust me. Unfortunately, I have no choice in the matter right now. I really shouldn't be eating chili. So we can keep farts on the radio?
No. We're going to keep it clean here. Oh, jeez. But I've only gone over the first five points of our discussion. How many more do you have? Thirty-five. Get out! You said you wouldn't deny us without hearing all of our points. I did. Yes. Fine. So we can do the diarrhea sketch? Yes. Just go. Hooray! We've won! No bow. We've all won. That's right. We needn't struggle in oppression any longer. We no longer have to hold it in. Silence can be deadly. And sometimes, who smelt it, dealt it. Yes. But now, we no longer need to be resigned to live under the constraints of shame and propriety. Let us push forward and let the truth burst from within us. Are you guys still here? Yes, Stanager, we're here. Heralding the emergence of something which has been waiting to... Get out! I was going to say emerge. I want to be alone. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Bow... It's time for us to go. But before we do, we want to leave you with something. A gift to remember us by. What?
I really shouldn't be eating chili. Well, that was our show. And though we alienated half of you with dry philosophy and the other half with wet fart noises, we did it all in less than half an hour. That's pretty impressive. If you're listening now, you are our kind of weird. Poor bastards. You're listening to the Jay Giles Band singing I Do, which was originally performed by the Marvellos. This recording was from their 1977 album Monkey Island, released from Atlantic. Under Pressure, which was originally recorded by Queen with David Bowie, was covered here by Puddle's Pity Party and is available on iTunes. Their cool mashup video with Let It Go from Frozen is also available for viewing on YouTube. That Smell by Leonard Skinner was originally released in their 1977 album What's Your Name by MCA Records. The final movement of Pyotr Tchaikovsky's 1812 Overture, Opus 49, with added opuses, was performed by the Budapest Philharmonic Orchestra with, as he says, some alterations. Thanks again to Dan Fredrickson for reprising his role as Mason Staniger, and to him and Rubix for providing our intro music. We'd also like to thank Larry Stein, TJ, and Lynn. We couldn't have done it without you. Full episodes of this show are available for free download on our Podbean account. That is www.thedeathofcomedy.podbean.com. www.thedeathofcomedy.podbean.com. This has been The Death of Comedy. We're killing it. Be all my-